Welcome to the Soul Ability Superhuman Laboratory, where we uncover the secrets to upgrading your mind, body, soul, and business. Welcome, guys, to another episode of the My Soul Ability Podcast. On today's episode, this is going to be just me, totally solo, Dr. Mike DeMarco. And I want to share with you guys my top five intentions to ask Mother Ayahuasca. So if you've been following me on social media and Instagram and Facebook, you know that a few weeks ago, me and my wife, Sema, we hosted an event at Rhythmia Life Enhancement Center in Guanacaste, Costa Rica. And... One of the main things about this place is that it's the only medically licensed place in the world to perform plant medicine ceremonies, specifically ayahuasca. Yeah, I mean, we went last year as a guest and this year it was our first time speaking there and both times amazing, both times transformational and both times had a really big impact on both of our lives. And rather than just sharing what my experience, because everybody's experience is going to be different, right? So. Whenever you do a plant medicine, people always want to ask you, so what did you see? What was it like? And when you tell them, it kind of sets up the expectation for what they should be experiencing. And if they, some people think if they don't experience that thing, same thing as you, they then there's something wrong with them or maybe they didn't take too much or whatever. Um, but that's not the answer. Like every experience is going to be different. Mother Ayahuasca is always going to show you what you need to see at that time. And if you don't really set an intention, you may not see it because then it could just show you random things. You won't really understand it. But if you ask a specific question and set an intention, then that's really important. So setting an intention whenever you're using a psychedelic or even meditating or even just like starting your day, it kind of sets the tone for the day, the event, the thing that you're doing. And then you have that filter on to see the things that are appropriate for answering the question of that, whatever that intention is. For example, if you're having a, if you're meditating and you want to find out, you know, why, or just feel better about yourself, just you set that intention like this meditation is going to help me feel better about myself. And you keep saying it and it's going to happen. If you want to see red cars, if you're like, I, my, when I'm driving to work today, I want to see how many red cars I can see. And you focus on all the red cars. You're going to see a lot more red cars than you're going to see if you didn't than if you just weren't focusing at all. Um, so I hope that helps. So these are my top five intentions. And these are not just some of these I got from from Jerry, who owns Rhythmia, who's been, done many, many plant medicine journeys himself and has witnessed and experienced plant medicine ceremonies with, I think, over 500 people at this point. Um, I don't know the exact number, but it's a lot. Um, so let's just get to it. The first, the first question that I think everybody should ask, and Jerry definitely agrees with me on, on this, is to ask, who have I become? Or why is this an important question? Instead of asking, like, who am I? Or, which is kind of the same thing, or who was I? Well, it kind of doesn't matter who you were but it matters who you are right now. So that way you have the awareness to be able to change it if it's not in alignment with who you think you should be. And asking that question and knowing the answer, you will su- your subconscious will change it. So just being aware that, hey, I've become an asshole. 
you're going to do things in your daily life and you're going to be notice the times when you're an asshole and ayahuasca is going to show you when you were at times you were an asshole so you have like examples of that most likely maybe not um but that's just my experience so and you have to set the tone the the level playing field the foundation for the next the next steps the next levels in your evolution as a person and number two would be please merge me with my soul or you can say merge me with my soul or a variation on that but this is really important this is important for everybody to ask I don't know too many people that haven't been separated with their soul and what I mean is between the ages of one and five most people have, were separated from their soul at some point whether it's they didn't get fed fast enough or they had some traumatic event like some sexual abuse or some they got physical abuse or they got abandoned or whatever something happened most likely between the ages of one and five and sometimes even before sometimes like before you were born something happened in the womb that separated you from your soul and you can never be your full person if you don't merge with your soul and one of the things so what jerry talked about with uh arrhythmia with the plant medicine is that and this is why it's so powerful and you can get the answer to these questions with a lot of other modalities but this is one of the most powerful where when you ask that question your ego yourself all these other parts about you become drunk off the medicine except for your soul your soul is the only one that maintains the consciousness and awareness to be able to act and it makes it a lot easier to once you remove all the other stuff to be able to merge with your soul now I think that I merged with my soul, not on ayahuasca. I think it was during a 21 phase meditate Kundalini meditation, um, which was specific for merging with your soul and finding the self. So, and it was a, definitely a psychedelic experience in itself too. And it was just meditation. So if you don't want to use a plant medicine, you don't have to, but it does take a lot more work and it, it is harder, especially if you have a lot of blocks. Like, ego blocks or mental blocks or things that you think like oh this is not for me or you don't even know if you're getting to that place so i always don't when i talk to people about uh if they should do plant medicine or not because they they say like you know i really i meditate a lot and i i i'm i'm aware i'm awake i'm enlightened well the plant medicine will take you to the place to so you can experience being enlightened now if you just have been getting to the the tailgate party in the parking lot of the game you might think it's great and if that's the only place you ever got you might be like yeah i'm here I, i'm here but once someone shows you to get what the game is supposed to look like you realize that you never actually were there and that's what that's what the plant medicine will do it'll show you the game it'll show you what it is like to be in that state what it is like to be in a state of bliss so you have a step point so you have a map to get back there so then when you're doing all these other things you can get back there now number three which is really important and what happened to me was super profound on this um and it's not gonna happen to everybody i've heard so all different variations of this is heal my heart and if you cannot fix it give me a new one 
So for me, my heart was broken. Like I, it couldn't get fixed. It was unfixable. Um, you know, I was one of those people where I knew the right thing to do and I knew who a good person was and I knew what a good person was, but I just didn't feel it in my heart. Like my heart wasn't working. Like my mind knew, but my heart didn't feel it. And since this experience where I had to get a new heart, where I asked for this. So when I asked for this uh, to heal my heart, it wasn't happening. Like ayahuasca told me your heart is too broken for me to heal. So I asked to give me a new one and it literally made a new one for me and used this giant machine to inject it into my chest. And this sounds really crazy, but I felt it beating and I heard my heart beating after that in my, in my ear, in my mind. Um, and now I feel when I, when I meet people, instead of like knowing it in my head of that they're a good person or what I want to do or what's right for me, I feel it in my heart. Um, so if you can't, if you can't fix it, like it'll get, actually literally give you a new one. I've heard of that happening many, many times um, to many, many people. And if you, if you actually go to Rhythmia, uh, Jerry will share his story about him where he actually had to get a new heart as well, where his heart was too broken, too damaged to just, just fix. Um, so there's hope, right? And this is really important because if you don't heal your heart and you don't start thinking with your heart, even if you merge with your soul, even if you know who you become, even if all these things happen, it's going to break again or your soul is going to leave you. So if you, if you don't heal your heart, your soul is going to leave you because your heart's still broken. It needs a full heart to be able to stay in your body. And this sounds really crazy and esoteric, but um, I experienced it and it's totally changed my life and my, uh, my view on everything. Um, not just two weeks ago, but months ago. And it's, it's tough to talk about these things to people because they don't understand them unless they've done them. It's the truth. And everyone wants to know what your experience is like, what it feels like, what am I gonna, what am I gonna get out of it? Instead of just doing it, they want to know what's gonna. Ha- they want to know the answer to the test before they take the test. So like just like they've been trained their whole lives. Something I talked about with Jesse Elder, um, where when we go to school, we are trained to know the answers of the test before we take the test. And then when we do things in life, we want to know what the outcome is gonna be, what the thing is gonna happen before we even be even do anything before we even live. And it holds us back our assumption of what's gonna happen from so many different things. And sometimes we assume that something's going to happen and we don't think we need it. We totally dismiss it as like unnecessary and we don't even do it rather than just doing it and actually experiencing it and really gaining that wisdom from experience rather than just hearing about it where you hear about this all the time. People will read books, right? And they'll, they'll tell you things that they learned out of books, but they don't really have the wisdom of experiencing those things to know for sure that those are real. Those are, those are true and you can tell in their heart and the way that they talk about them that they really don't have that kind of wisdom. Whereas if you read a book on ancient Egypt, you know these things in Egypt were, but if you talk to an Egyptologist and they went into the pyramids and they studied all these things firsthand and touched them with their hands and and smelled them with their nose and and really lived it, it's a whole different experience. Like it's a it's another level of wisdom. And if you want to gain that wisdom, you have to go and try these things. Mm-hmm. And 
gaining the wisdom about yourself, about your soul, about your heart, about who you become is one of the most profound things that you can ever do in your life. Now, once your heart is healed and your soul is merged and you figure you learned who you become up until this point, um, like whatever trauma changed you or things changed you along the way, then you can start asking, who am I supposed to be? Because the person you become right now may not be who you're supposed to be. Now, who you're supposed to be, what am I supposed to do? Um, what's the future for me? What's the next step? All those are kind of the same question. But if you ask, who am I supposed to be? It'll tell you, it'll give you this. Imagine that you have a picture of yourself five years from now as whatever you want to be, um, like a talk show host or someone that's changing the world or a CEO of a company. Asking what the next step is, is kind of irrelevant because once you know who you're supposed to be, you're going to find the next step and really know who you're supposed to be. Like, this is like you experience it. This is like you gain that belief in yourself, that that kind of undying belief of like who you're supposed to be. Whenever you hear about someone that's really, really knows, like, I'm, for example, someone said, I'm supposed to be the president of the United States. And they did, they lived their life and did everything in their power and sacrificed many, many things that most people would never do to become that person. They really know who they're supposed to be, or I'm supposed to be a professional athlete. And they sacrificed so many things to get to that level, um, just to become who they're supposed to be because they really truly believe it in their heart, in their self, in their self, in their soul, that that's who they're supposed to be. So when you do the plant medicine, whether it's ayahuasca or mushrooms or um, iboga or even if you spend many, a lot of time and become a really great and experienced meditator to learn, answer these questions, you gain that belief in your heart and your soul about who you're supposed to be in that wisdom and you start working towards that goal. With your subconscious will automatically start working towards that goal. You know, it's kind of like changing the, the operating system or the, the programming of... Uh, who you're supposed to be rather than like the the one you currently have, which probably isn't serving you too well. You know, like the one the answers we currently have about who we're supposed to be is like, I'm supposed to be a loser. I'm not supposed to be rich. That's supposed to be somebody else. I'm not a great lover. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not smart. I'm not. Or maybe you, you say I am this and all those things are who you become because that's who you believe you're supposed to be. Now, and then you keep doing things in your life to become that person. And you end up not liking that person because it's not really who you're supposed to be. Now, number five, this is just something that I like to ask. And I ask myself um, because of something I experienced on one of my journeys, which the ayahuasca told me that something was holding me back from getting something that I needed and it was for me to ask so what is holding me back from becoming that person you know what is holding me back and for me the answer was not listening to myself the answer was looking to everybody else for the answers you know um, hiring coaches uh, consultants uh, reading books listening to podcasts all these things um, ask 
telling me that that's that that is the thing that's holding me back from becoming that person i asked like well successful people have these people around them and the answer was yes but those people the great ones don't just tell you what to do they ask you the right questions they pull the answer out of you because that's where the true answer lies they're not those people that are just like hey here's the blueprint for success follow it or i'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do to be successful and um when you get there you're going to be happy where you can do that you can follow their blueprint and yeah maybe you will achieve some success uh for a business or for a relationship or whatever but if it's not totally authentic with yourself and aligned with yourself when you get to the top level where you think you're going to be happy you're going to be totally unfulfilled because that wasn't really the goal like you're really supposed to learn some of the stuff for yourself part of it is the journey one of the the most profound things that i actually heard on this trip was from uh, one of the shamans mitra who's this like he's this israeli guy who uh he left his spiritual practices of meditation and all these like things um to study plant medicine about 20 years ago with a taita who was the guy who trains all the shamans at Rhythmia out of Colombia. And he said, what's the point of life? He asked, asked all of us, asked about 20 people. And the responses he got were like, love, happiness, you know, joy, uh, living in a state of bliss, um, your family, your friends, or all these things. And those are probably answers that a lot of you guys would probably give. And that's, those are not bad answers. But the one response that underlines it all is the point of life is life no matter what your intention is no matter what you do in your life the point of life is life just to live and it's up to you to choose how you live it you know how you experience it you can experience it like it's the worst thing on earth or you can experience it like it's the best thing and just look in the mirror and like just look at yourself and look at your face and look at your hands and like you exist like you you're moving you're a living being like what we know of the universe the rarity of that happening is trillion trillions to one like you shouldn't even exist and for you to exist as a human being rather than another animal or a plant or something else is even more amazing and the fact that you have consciousness and the fact that you have awareness to do things like listen to this podcast and own a business and love your family is like truly, truly the most amazing thing in the universe. Now, I I wanted to, to bring up these intentions because I've heard a lot of people talking about ayahuasca and uh, their experiences with it. And they make it kind of seem like they just go to like the jungles of Peru and they come back with this great business idea and they become massively successful or they learn how to make more money. And that's not really what it's all about. It's not just about making more money. If you, if you figure out who you are and you start living authentically and true to yourself and true to your soul and you merge with your soul and you heal your heart and you think of your heart first, your mind second, all that stuff is just going to happen. Like the money, the fame, the fortune, like if you want it, it'll happen but just to make just to go and set the intention and ask ayahuasca like how can i make more money 
that's kind of an empty empty question where you'll get the answer maybe it'll tell you to, to trade more stocks or do these things or maybe it will like totally just fuck your your mindset up and what you're thinking and push you in a new direction but the point of life is life it's not just to make money like money is not the end goal money helps you get these things and become uh have freedom and uh choice but it's not the end goal the point of life is life if you guys have any questions about the plant medicine or intentions or just questions about meditation or any of that stuff or even business anything just feel free to message me on facebook at facebook.com slash dr demarco or uh dm me on instagram at dr demarco and i'll be happy to answer any of your questions and um if I don't know the answer is help you point you in the right direction. And maybe I can be the person that asks you the right questions that pulls the real answer outside of yourself, because you might be asking me these questions and you really know the true answer, but you don't even know it or you're not even thinking about it. So until next week, just remember guys, the point of life is life.